Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirar de Huevo. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, you have stopped in for a visit with your friend, Dr. Andrew Michaels. You are always welcome, and he invites you in for a conversation that, knowing him, could go in any direction. Hi. How are you today? I know, it's so... I know, it's... I'm, yeah. It's unusually warm out for December. At least where I live. Yeah, it's almost 50 degrees outside. But you don't want to be out there in that wind and that rain. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. I know, the wind is tremendous. It's like a hurricane out there. You can hear it. And then the rain is really cold for as warm as the air is out there. My goodness. And it just feels damp, everything's wet. Yeah. Well, it's nice and warm in here, and I've got the fireplace going. Oh, yeah. Nice, calm, small fire in the fireplace. I think this is something I want to do. Because it gives us a chance to just slow down, you know, slow down a little bit. Things have been crazy lately. I, I know a lot of people have lost family and friends this year for different reasons through... You know, all the things that happen in life. And I don't want to bring up anything in particular because I know it just triggers bad memories for you. But I did hear what you said. And I know you've had some tremendous loss in your life. And it's not, it's not easy. Losing a uh, parent or a sibling or a best friend is, jeez, it's so, it's a monumental moment in your life. There's before that person passed and the time after they passed, it's, it's marked by their loss. And I could tell you something right now that 
may or may not help, or might just sound schmarmy and petty. But my great-grandmother was very, very old. And she sat down and told us at a funeral that we always have to remember that the dead, they're gone. And the living have to keep on going. She didn't quite say it that way. She said the dead are dead and the living keep on living. But it was what she meant. That body that's lying in the casket or that's been cremated in that urn, that's not the person you love. That's just a, what they, the parts that made them up. The person you knew and the person you loved they are physically gone but still here their memories keep them alive I really believe that and I also believe that they still live in your heart and I'm serious there is something about the shared human experience, the tribe that we are a part of. You can call it a photo album or a address book or your iPhone information, your contacts list. But you carry your tribe with you in your pocket. You do. You carry them everywhere. And whether we admit it or not, we look at the selfies. We read the social media posts. We look at the family photos that we share with all our relatives. We definitely carry our tribe, our tribe with us in our pocket. We can't escape who we are as human beings. We are an advanced creature, but we are still a tribal creature and we are an animal that runs in a pack. We have our group. We have our loved ones. And as they get closer and closer in that inner circle, they become more and more important in our lives. And we protect them more and more. And... They are everything to us. And their loss is a hardship on not only us as an individual, 
but on the rest of the tribe. The family unit is broken when it loses a member. And someone has to, whether anyone likes it or not, someone has to pull up their pants, tighten up their belt, and start making things work again. And it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I have to laugh. never gets any easier. I promise you. <laughs> that sounds very defeatist. It never, ever gets any easier. No matter how many times you've been through loss. No matter how many times you remember those you loved and those you cherished in your life no matter how you honor them it never gets any easier letting them go and moving on it doesn't it just doesn't but the pride triumph the undefeated spirit of humanity is that someone gets up they stand up and they say come on it's time to get busy living or get busy dying. And it's time to quit messing around. And get busy. Get to work. Get moving. Get up. As dumb as it sounds. You have to get up. You've got to get moving can't stay here anymore. You've got to move on. And it's never, ever easy. And that's what makes you proud of yourself and your family and your tribe. Because you did get up, whether you want to admit it or not, you did move on. You did keep going. And you didn't give up. And I know everyone sits there and talks and says, you know, it's easy for you. Dr. Andrew Michaels to do and say all these things because you're a 
big, strong, older guy. You know, you've lived your life. You've fought your battles. You were able to fight back and take on bullies and fight your way out of problems. And and not just physically. You've, you were big and tall and strong and able to fight back and intimidate those that would intimidate you and you were able to stand up for yourself so easily and that's not the case the big boy the big guy like me is just as much a target as you the small petite person I assure you because the they call it they call it little man syndrome smaller men want to intimidate the big guy they want to show everyone that they're tougher than them that they're stronger that they can be intimidating and I assure you in the workplace being a big guy can be a horrible disadvantage because everybody's got a number on your back they don't want you to intimidate them so they work extra hard to put you in your place and let you know what the score is and I assure you when a big man you know, I am I'm six three six four and I am a big dude and I'm not easy to deal with. When I assert myself, you can almost immediately see the defeat in the face of others. They can't fight back. And there's a very fine line between you asserting yourself, standing your ground, and bullying someone. Or intimidate, intimidating them. And I think intimidation and bullying are, at least in my mind, are two very different things. Boy, that wind is really strong. It's really, really blowing out there. I'm glad we're in here together. Bullying is... It's a direct attempt. It, you knowingly want to intimidate and push around and dominate someone. But intimidation is unknowingly bullying someone. It's almost like reverse. To me, at least. The way I look at it. Now, if I'm wrong, I, I understand. But this is how I look at it. It's very easy. It, it is, this is me talking it's very easy for me to either make someone feel intimidated or feel that I am intimidating them due to my stature, size, and just that I'm a very strong personality. And I am. And that's not bragging. I am this human being that can be extremely intimidating in certain situations. And as I said before, you, you fall into this trap where 
I just wanted to stand up for myself and assert myself. I wanted to be assertive, decisive, and, you know, accomplish a goal. And I ended up intimidating someone. And that's a horrible feeling. Usually I will just stop because it's too late. You know, you're trying to have a argument or talk to someone and tell them to cut it out, leave you alone, don't bother you anymore. And it's turned into a tit-for-tat, macho situation. I'll just go, okay, I'm done, and I'll stop. This this isn't working out. I'll just stop. And I'm not the, the bigger man for backing down. I'm, the, in my mind, the better man. I'm going, you realize you're making a mistake. You realize you're screwing up. You realize you're doing the wrong thing. And you just stop. Okay, it's time to stop talking, start listening, and apologize. And I believe that there's nothing wrong with that. I actually think the world would spin around a lot better (laughs) on its access if people would look at things like that. You're arguing. It's not working. Stop. Okay. I'm done talking. I apologize for everything and I'm listening What are you trying to tell me? Wow, that wind is something else. I'm trying to have this awesome fireside chat with you. And that wind is just blowing today through the valley. Wow. (laughs) Hope you don't mind the... Yeah, I thought you'd like that. And how does bullying tie in with loss? And how does confidence and asserting yourself tie in with dealing with losing a loved one? (laughs) I'm getting there. Because you're my friend. And I care about you so much. And I know... You know that. You know I care. And it goes back to what I said. There's a point where I could just stop. And when I do, you know, I let the anger go. And I start to listen. And I realize person I'm talking to is hurting so much and they need me to be compassionate but also be understanding to listen and know that they're hurting and it's not going away they need some time to heal They need some distractions. They need some good times. They need some small events in their life to 
turn their attitude around, to get their mind off what they're going through right now. And that could be silly as having a, a over-the-top themed birthday party. Go out and buy some Spider-Man birthday decorations, plates, cups, little Spider-Man half masks to put on your face and little hats. Set up the party and have a little, you know, pizza party featuring Spider-Man and his cast of villains. And then let everybody know you're going to see the movie on the 17th. And this isn't a paid <laughs> advertisement for Spider-Man Homecoming. This is me saying that with all the loss and the silliness and the sadness that's been going on in the world right now, I personally would love to be invited to a Spider-Man themed pizza party and then go to the movies. I would absolutely love to do that. So, that being said, that's like me telling you that it's okay to have fun and laugh and move on. That's, that's moving on too. I'm getting dressed up wearing some nice clothes, feeling confident about yourself, and then saying, let's all go to the movies. You know, let's... Why did you buy these plates? Why did you do this little party? Because I think it's time for us to have fun. I think it's time for us to, to just laugh and let things go. Um, have a Titanic watch party. You know, a Titanic watch party where you have a little elegant foo-foo meal with fine china and everybody has to wear a tie or a dress to dinner. And then afterwards, we're all going to go to the smoking room and watch the Titanic. I know it sounds silly, but you could do things this holiday season to really break this cycle that we're all in and put some of the silliness and the sadness and the absolute devastating loss that we've all had behind us just a little bit. It's still there. We still mourn these people that we loved cherished in our life but they would be okay with us pushing them back in the stands so that we can get a better view of life and what's going on right now I think those people that loved us would take more enjoyment out of sitting up in the stands a little higher up now and a little further away from the action 
and watch us enjoying a movie. Watch us holding hands and sharing popcorn and laughing and having a drink together. I think they are up there, wherever they are, out there, watching us, watching us like we watch a movie. I don't think they're ghosts. I don't think they're spirits. I don't think they're angels. I think they're us. They are literally us. They are a part of us. And the joy they felt in life, being a part of us, and being a part of our lives, it carries on, it goes on. They watched their kids and grandkids open presents at birthdays and Christmas, and they took joy on seeing the happy smiles that crawled across their faces. And just like that, they sit back and say, look, they're moving on. They're enjoying a silly Spider-Man pizza party. That's just like them, isn't it? Going out and getting stupid Spider-Man themed plates and cups and cheap pizza from Domino's. That's just like them. they're happy and I like seeing them happy and I bet when you think back you know they did too and you know they would want you to be happy you know that they wouldn't want you sitting around being sad they understand you're going to go through that and it's going to hurt and they know that because they went through it too when they lost loved ones just like what you're going through now but you know what they did they went down to the store and they bought a present and wrapping paper and a pizza and stupid cups and plates and ordered a pizza, yeah. Maybe they even bought a bottle of booze. And they just blew off some steam one night. And then they sat by the fire, turned on the TV, and they sat and said, wow, it's really windy and cold and rainy out. But we're in here where it's warm. And we're together. And this is pretty darn good. This is a pretty good moment. I don't think I've told you one new thing in this story. That you didn't already know. 
but I think and I hope you needed to hear it. Sometimes I have to stop what I'm doing and this wheel that I'm on where I'm constantly running and I have to think about where I am in the world. And I don't think any of this is new. It's been going on since the beginning of time. It's really scary what's going on right now in 2021. Mirrors what went on in 1919, 19, 19, 20, 19, 21. And now it's 2020, 2019, 2020, 2021. And it literally mirrors what happened a hundred years ago. There's nothing new. We just have better toys. <laughs> Maybe. And talky pictures. Not silent films. But I bet those people back then, when they were sad, reached in their pocket and pulled out a small photo album or an address book or walked over and opened up the family Bible and looked at the hair clippings from the babies that they hid in the pages. And maybe they took that favorite record that they had and they put it on a phonograph needle. And they listened and they put their hand on their chest and another in the air. And they swayed back and forth and did little remembering that time remembering that loved one when they were there and part of their life and you can feel them you can feel them they're not really gone are they no they're right there And they're happy for you. It's not scary. It's not weird. It's not dumb. It's beautiful. It's simple. And it's elegant. And it's peaceful. It's peaceful to think of them. Know they're thinking of you. And know that they know that you have to move on. But you'll always have a place for them. In your heart. And that's a good thing. I'm very excited about Christmas. I hope you are too. Let's have a good time this year. Let's get busy living. Okay? Alright. Until I see you again. Take care.
have a most blessed day. Alright? Okay. Alright. You too. You too. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Cuello. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash Tirar de Cuello. The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardojeo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.